Hey everyone, this is Sean Radcliffe. Welcome to Preservation Oaks Season 2, Episode 5. I hope you had a fantastic Halloween. I know a lot of you are like me, and almost a month later, we're still enjoying tasty treats from Halloween. So you know what? Just enjoy them as long as it makes you happy. It's only once a year. I also hope everybody's ready for Thanksgiving. Remember, we still have to pay for gasoline and groceries, so we might need to scale back a bit by getting a smaller turkey or tightening our belts on gravy and dressing. But we can still give thanks, and hopefully you'll all have those you love around you this year. We're going to have a great podcast today. Today on our book short segment, we have Dr. Elizabeth Keating and her book, The Essential Questions, Interview Your Family to Uncover Stories and Bridge Generations. This book would make an excellent Christmas gift for a family historian. And this is our Thanksgiving episode. So in addition to tackling listener questions, we're expressing our gratitude and thanks for our guests and listeners. So stick around. Welcome back. I'm so grateful to be able to create this program. And for the past year, many of you have been involved in many different ways, either as guests or by sharing ideas for guests, and now having your questions answered on the program. Our guests are simply the best, and we love what we do. The home of our podcast is at preservationoaks.podbean.com. But if you've enjoyed the podcast, please follow us and comment wherever you listen to the program. And be sure to send your questions and comments to preservationoaks at gmail.com. A little bit about my background. I worked in the information technology field for over 43 years. Along with that, for many years, I did my own family history research and also worked for several years as a professional genealogist for other families for hire. Well, I'm retired now, but before I retired, as I worked for clients on their genealogies, I interfaced with many different genealogical and historical societies and never had a bad experience. Everyone was always willing to help in any way they could, and I found the best part is that they'd educate me about the history and culture of each area. That information was invaluable and gave me an appreciation of history and these societies. When I retired, I tried to find a way to give back to genealogical and historical societies. I'm a member of several, but there's hundreds across the United States, and so I pondered, what's the best way to give back? What's the best way to do this? And then it came to me that if I did a podcast and interviewed genealogical and historical societies, they could use that platform to educate, promote, and any number of other things, and I'd personally have fun doing them, and we could both share information with listeners that's interesting and fun. 
It's really been the perfect way to give back and keep on learning and having fun. Now, I'm a lover of history and genealogy, and I want to do as much good for as many people as possible for as long as possible. On each and every episode, myself and our listeners learn more unique stories about our fantastic country and the people working hard to preserve our truths and educate our society about the past. Not with a bunch of dates and facts, but rather collecting and sharing the stories throughout history that explain how and why we got to where we are today. And one thing I know for sure, history is a collection of people's stories, and those stories unfold differently in every single location across the country. Now, I'm always going to encourage you to give, 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 and donate your time, volunteer, and join these societies, and also get your children involved. Every bit of money that you give is tax deductible. It doesn't matter if you're white or black or brown or whatever, or it doesn't matter if you're male or female. What matters is that we fund those who preserve our history and keep doing it. While doing so, you and your family become a part of the community and can share your own stories, your own truths. I dearly love to hear the stories of our elders describing their lives and communities while they were growing up. I love to hear the stories of bloody Kansas and why it was called that. The stories of the Old West and the lawmen who tamed the wildness of it. I love to hear the stories about the industries and the waterways of the past and how men and women of our country braved the wilderness, wars, famine, just to eke out a living where they chose to settle. I love hearing about their high hopes for the future of our country, and I especially love hearing their aspirations, their goals, and what they wanted for the future. It occurred to me that the one thing I can say about all these people of history, no matter who they were or where they were from, is that they had dreams of freedom and of something better for their children. They wanted answers to the diseases that were killing them, like consumption. And we have the same with cancer and heart disease. Okay, so that's my background and my interests. And I love doing each episode and learning. If you've got questions, we have answers. You guys are always writing in, and we thank you for sending in your questions. We love to hear from you. We answer every single question received. We receive questions from all around the world, and on this episode, I'll share some with you. Okay, this is Rachel from Texas who found our podcast. She said, Sean, this is Rachel from Texas. I started listening to your podcast since the first episode, and I've been a fan ever since. I noticed in several episodes, the guests mentioned that in their state, kids are not educated in history. The schools don't always partner with the local historical society or vice versa, and I've been talking with my husband about this. My husband is a teacher in the local school, and I just love your podcast and how you encourage people to pass history on to their children. I wanted to let you know that Preservation Oaks is making a difference. My husband and I are working in the school district to ensure we're teaching history and partnering with our local historical society. I'm a proud Texan. Thank you so much for all you do to inspire, teach, and train others how to value our history. Our nation, state, and children are worth the effort. Rachel, thank you. God bless Texas. I really appreciate your email and encouragement. It really helps. Hey guys, as I say in every episode, if you're not already, please start promoting, supporting, joining, and volunteering with your local museum, historical and genealogical societies in your area. Rachel, loved your email. 
I think we definitely got off on the right foot for season two, and I'm more convinced than ever how important it is that our children learn about their past. If you want your children to have an appreciation and a perspective about their history so they can stay focused on the important things in their lives that have been proven to work versus those that have been tried and failed, then get them involved in your area's historical and genealogical societies. Thank you for your email. Let's go to the next one. This one's from Amy. Hi, Sean. My name is Amy. I've been listening to your program, love learning about the great organizations and the history of each place. It just really touches my heart. I'm looking for another podcast to listen to. I listen to every episode and I'm almost always caught up with Preservation Oaks and I'm just trying to find something else to listen to that's as educational. Specifically looking for something that gives me history. I'm part of that generation that weren't taught a lot of history in our school and I'd like to learn history better. I have four children ranging in age from 5 to 15, and I'd like them to learn more about history. So if you could recommend something like that, that would be awesome. Well, well, Amy, I'm very careful. Before I promote anyone's podcast, I have to listen to it. And I haven't really had time to listen to other podcasts because I'm busy with this one. Those of you who are listening, if there's a podcast you think Amy would love, please send me an email at preservationoaks at gmail.com and I'll get it back to Amy. Amy, I think you might consider that the history of where you live might be the most interesting and relevant to your children. Take a look at volunteering and joining the local historical or genealogical society. Then work with them to find the information about the history of your area. And that'll make it more interesting and appropriate. You can take trips to the courthouse and trips to various monuments and important places in your area and talk about the history, why things are the way they are. Okay, thank you very much for your email. From our listeners' comments, I guess the first thing people always ask is, what's the mission of Preservation Oaks podcast? Well, we covered this in Season 1, Episode 1 of the program. And I encourage you to listen to that. A summary is that this podcast celebrates both our history and the unsung heroes who volunteer at and operate museums, cultural heritage, historical and genealogical societies across the United States. And many times that also includes libraries and librarians. We want you to meet these great people to understand what they're working on and what they're working towards to learn how they're funded and what their needs are, so you can know without a doubt that these great people and organizations truly deserve to be supported. Every one of them has some similarities, but also every one of them is unique and different because the areas of the country they serve have unique and different histories. We call these societies our nation's preservation oaks, and we believe that they supply the cultural conservation of our society. We can ill afford to lose them and what they represent, and that's why we have to support them and get involved to ensure their success. Every place across these United States that does that, that preserves their history and educates their children in their history, is much better off for doing so. It's not a nice-to-have, but a must-have. If our government won't do it in our schools, then it falls to us, the citizens, to do it ourselves for our future. We've also received this question from people. Can you tell us a little about the music used in the show? Well, we always credit those who create the music we use on the show. This is always done as we wrap up each episode. 
We love energetic music. It jazzes me to imagine the cooperation and skill of multiple musicians all moving together energetically on the same piece. But we also love music of all types that complement each episode's decorum and flow. As a for instance, we would not generally include hard rap music unless the society we have as a guest makes a request for it, or a society uses it as part of telling the story of the history within their community. If you have comments about the music or would like to know the names of the tunes, please shoot us a question via email at preservationoaks at gmail.com. Listeners, it's time for us to take a break for a few minutes. Stay tuned and we'll be right back. You're listening to Preservation Oaks with Sean Thomas Radcliffe, the program where there's always something new. Thank you for listening to Preservation Oaks. If you're a member of a museum, historical or genealogical society that has not yet been featured as a guest on our program, please let them know to contact preservationoaks at gmail.com. We welcome everyone. Thank you. Back in time, when people got sick, They got well again due to the knowledge their mom had from her mom, and she in turn from her mom, and, well, you get the idea. A good knowledge of history is a good thing for all kinds of reasons when making decisions about the future. Learn the history of your ancestors and your community at your local historical or genealogical society. Historical traditions are there for a reason. Support your local society today and like a good mom, pass the knowledge on to your kids. When you listen to episodes of Preservation Oaks, history goes on and on. Enjoy history with each inspiring episode of Preservation Oaks. The program listeners are calling the most fun and interesting to follow. Hurry over to preservationoaks.podbean.com, where new episodes arrive continuously. This is Stacy Gosling, the president of the Winnesha County Historical Society, and I love listening to Sean Thomas Radcliffe on MicroStream Radio. This is Sonia Costin of the Rural Woodbury County Historical Society, and I listen to Sean Thomas Radcliffe and Preservation Oaks on MicroStream Radio. This is Sandra Klemleininger, the president of Union County Genealogy Society in Iowa. And I enjoyed being a guest on Preservation Oaks with Sean Radcliffe. Explore your family history in Lynn County, Iowa, at the Lynn County Genealogical Society, nestled in the heart of Cedar Rapids. Bring your records and your family tree, and come on down to the leading resource for Lynn County genealogists and family historians. You'll get the help you need and learn about why the Lynn County Genealogical Society loves Lynn County and Iowa genealogy. For hours, admissions, membership, and volunteer opportunities, visit them at gensoclynnconia.weebly.com. Have fun and make progress. I was created by a consummate professional. 
Everything was just right, notes perfect, precise keys, and the shine, oh my. I was so shiny. John bought me, he was good to me, and that man could play. We'd practice almost every day. Then he'd clean me, and I'd be ready for the next day. Occasionally, he'd give me a good bath and shine me up. What a life we had, driving from place to place, and playing while people danced. Others would join in, and we'd all have a grand time making music. John traded me to Joe for a tenor model. Joe didn't give me baths, and I mostly sat in my case. I was there for years, until I went to a school. I helped youngsters learn how to play. It was great, all that energy and marching. But, I didn't get the upkeep I really needed, and eventually, well, I was put away because I wasn't shiny anymore. My pads were old, hadn't had a good bath in decades, had a few dents, and there were a couple of key guards broken. Finally, I was given to the historical society. They made sure all my parts were like new. My shine is back. Now I look slick. I'm in a glass enclosure and not a case. Every day, people talk about how beautiful I am, the good times when John and I played music, and in the background, they play songs from when I was with John. I feel good that I can help others understand the past, which I guess I'm now a part of. Rather than throwing it out, please donate historical records and objects to your local historical society, today. And now, back to Preservation Oaks. Welcome back to Preservation Oaks. I'm your host, Sean Thomas Radcliffe, and we're here today with an episode where I'm providing some of my background and answering listener questions. You know, people ask me about podcasting all the time, and I gotta say, Podbean is a platform that I really like and enjoy being a part of. It's the home of Preservation Oaks for a reason. Podbean has built-in utilities that allow anyone to manage a podcast right from your phone or computer. Podbean also does the work of distributing episodes of your program to podcast platforms all across the world. Podbean has everything you need to be successful with your own podcast, and it's all in one place. By the way, I'm not paid for this promotion. I'm just telling you this in case you're looking for a podcast platform that really helps the creator and helps you be successful. They have all kinds of tutorials and helpful articles that make podcasting much easier than any other platform. And I can wholeheartedly recommend them. Let's go to another question. All right. A listener named Jennifer from Iowa asks, Why did you have a Spanish segment on the show and what's being said? Okay. The Spanish segment is for people who are new Hispanic immigrants across our southern border. We're told there have been a few million in the last year or two. I'm not certain where they're all going, but they're ending up in communities all across our country. These communities have historical and genealogical societies, and I think it's very important to try to engage with these folks and capture their stories, capture their history. The Spanish segment tells new immigrants that they're now a part of the United States fabric and they need to seek out and support their local historical or genealogical society, and that this will ensure that they're represented and that their history and stories are told. It's important, and it's important to your community. Jennifer, thank you for your question. Now, Ben from Germany asks, 
What are the differences between a historical and a genealogical society? Well, Ben, the answer we have is that genealogical societies focus on family history and offer resources for helping their members in tracing their family history. Historical societies, on the other hand, focus on local history and they're interested in preserving and telling the stories of that history. However, be aware that many times genealogical research is also done by historical societies, so the lines are somewhat blurred for some of these societies, and I hope that helps. Thank you for your email, Ben. Not sure I can pronounce this name. Let's give it a try. Ahisha, A-H-E-E-S-H-A-H, Ahisha, from Malaysia, writes, Love the show. Where is your audience primarily from? Well, I'd say that the bulk of our listeners are in the United States and in nearly every state. And we also have listeners in many different countries other than the United States. We have listeners in Germany, France, Russia, Canada, Chile, Kazakhstan, uh, Malaysia, Sweden, Trinidad and Tobago, and others. And it's very gratifying to see that people across the world listen to our podcast. And I really appreciate it. Thank you, Ahisha for your email. All right. Ken from Texas writes, how do you pick guests for the show? We'd like to be a guest as well. All right. Ken, if you'd like to be a guest on the program, just send an email to preservationoaks at gmail.com. Tell us about your organization and request to appear as a guest. We screen and then solicit societies state by state, county by county. We like to focus on societies that may need the promotion and societies where we can really learn something. They're in a unique area. They have a unique history. However, anyone who's interested can be scheduled for an upcoming episode. And we love our guests. So by all means, if you're interested in being a guest, write us at preservationoaks at gmail.com. Oh, and speaking of our guests, I want to thank the guests that have appeared on our program and who've shared their worlds. I appreciate each and every guest. With every episode, we expand our knowledge of this country and the fantastic organizations we meet. Each organization provides a unique spark that ignites our energy and motivation to continue moving forward with the program. So thank you all very much. Okay, a couple more things before I forget. I'd really like to do an episode with a working and active archivist and curator who can help our audience understand what you do, the costs involved, and the standards that professional archivists and curators are trained to follow. I'd like our listeners to understand more about the role that you have and why these roles are important in preserving the past and telling the stories about the past. If you're an active and working archivist or curator and would like to appear in an episode of Preservation Oaks to help educate us, please send an email to preservationoaks at gmail.com. Thank you very much. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. It's time for Preservation Oaks Book Shorts. Book Shorts is a segment of the program where we quickly introduce listeners to authors and books which satisfy your love of history and genealogy, help you with your own research, and finally help you improve the depth and wisdom of your unique family story. All right. On this installment of Book Shorts, we're delighted to be joined by author Dr. Elizabeth Keating, Ph.D., to provide listeners with an overview of her new book, The Essential Questions, Interview Your Family to Uncover Stories and Bridge Generations. 
This new book is a guide for families to learn more about their family history to make sure they don't find themselves saying, I wish I'd asked my mother about that, or I wish I knew more about granddad when he was a boy. In the Essential Questions book, Dr. Keating has developed a set of questions that treat your parents and grandparents not just as people who raised you, but as individuals of a certain society and time, and as the children, teenagers, and young adults they once were. The book was just released, but something already being said about it, quote, With an innovative angle and compelling storytelling, the Essential Questions is an accessible and super useful guide offering a multifaceted, poignant inquiry into our life stories, memory, identity, family, and intergenerational connections. It has been a long time since I read a book that felt as urgent, timely, necessary, and utterly relatable throughout. A page turner. And that was from Alexandra Georgia Kapalu Nunes professor of discourse analysis and sociolinguistics at King's College. Dr. Keating is a professor of anthropology, and she brings her lifelong expertise and experience to bear and has devised questions that will bring out the most heartfelt and personal information from your family members. Dr. Keating is a professor at the University of Texas at Austin. She's been a Fulbright Scholar in Ireland and a visiting fellow at the Freiburg Institute of Advanced Studies in Germany. She received her Ph.D. in Anthropology from the University of California, Los Angeles. In addition to her three books, she's the author and co-author of over 60 academic articles and book chapters for academic audiences and has given research talks in 15 countries. She's been a recipient of an Excellence in Teaching Award from the Division of Instructional Innovation and Assessment at the University of Texas at Austin. To learn more about her, you can visit her website at elizabeth-keating, that's K-E-A-T-I-N-G dot com. Welcome to the program, Dr. Keating. Thank you, Sean. I'm so happy to be here to talk with you and your listeners today. Can you give listeners an overview of your new book? I'd be happy to. We've all experienced loss. If we haven't yet, it's going to happen to us. It happened to me. I lost my mother. And after she died, I realized there was so much about her as a person that I wanted to know and had never asked her. And strangely enough, I had interviewed her a few years before she died. But back then, I was really curious about our connections to other relatives you know, the things that you want to know to build a family tree, just like listeners are interested in their connection to past generations. But then after she died, I realized that I really just want to know about her and how she grew up, details about what life was like back then, because I wanted to know what made her who she was, which of course impacted who I am. So I used my anthropology training, I'm a professor of anthropology at the University of Texas, Austin, to provide the right questions to ask someone. The kind of questions an anthropologist would ask when trying to learn about a different world or a different culture, especially from another person's point of view. So I interviewed grandparents in several countries in order to develop these questions. And I found some excellent questions that 
provoked people to tell a lot of great stories about the past. And one of the best questions turned out to be, what was the home you grew up in like? When people talk about their childhood homes, even if they're just describing how many rooms it had, all kinds of stories pour out. What it was like to grow up in that time, what they did with friends, family, and experiences they had in that home. It's not just the home appliances that were really different back then, but all kinds of aspects of daily life. And as I was interviewing older people about their childhoods, I was so fascinated by what I learned that I decided to ask my students at the University of Texas to interview their grandparents as a class assignment to learn about cultural change. What they found out amazed them, and it amazed me. There are whole universes of information that can be gotten at by using anthropology. I decided to write this book so other people wouldn't lose their family history like I did. And it's such an incredible experience to have these conversations. I very much like the question about what was your home like? What do you mean by essential questions and how can that information in the book help family historians? Well, Sean, the 13 essential questions are the anthropologically framed questions that I developed while I was researching families and talking to older generations. The questions are based on what an anthropologist would want to know. We're always curious about other worlds and looking at our own world in a new way. It might seem strange to think of your grandparents as growing up in a different culture, but as as everyone knows, there have been really tremendous changes in culture even in the last 30 years. So the anthropologically framed questions are about questions like the one about space, which is related to asking you what the home you grew up in like was. So space, time, interaction, identity, beliefs, fears, and even objects around the home, which anthropologists would call material culture, and other topics that anthropologists are interested in. And so what I've done is I've developed questions that people can easily answer based on these anthropological questions. The book isn't just about questions, though. It doesn't just have a list of questions, but it has background on each of these concepts, each of these anthropological concepts, and some examples of different cultures and generations using the questions in the book. And so people can learn something about anthropology as well. And there's also a whole chapter that's a guide to interviewing to help people get started. That's fantastic. You know, I love this perspective, this anthropological perspective. I think it's great. Where's the best place for people to get a copy of your book? And can they get a signed copy? There are several online booksellers, including Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, Bookshop.org, Hudson Booksellers, IndieBound, Powell's, Target, Walmart, and then also in, in various bookstores. I'll be doing some book events and I'll post them on my website, elizabeth-keating.com, and people can check back there about when there might be a book signing near them. Okay, fantastic. Uh, I'd like to thank you, Dr. Keating, for your time today and for your great book. Oh, it's a real pleasure to be here, and I really am passionate about people interviewing older members of their family so they won't lose their family history, and it's also an incredible experience of connection. It's very important. Yes, thank you so much for inviting me to the program. 
Listeners, pick yourself up a copy of this excellent book, The Essential Questions. Interview your family to uncover stories and bridge generations, where anthropologist Dr. Elizabeth Keating helps you uncover the unique memories of your parents and grandparents and to create a lasting connection with them in the process. Thank you, Dr. Keating, for being a guest on Book Shorts. You come back anytime. It's my pleasure. Bye-bye. If I haven't said it before, one of the things that keeps me motivated and focused on our program is that in every episode, we learn something new about the area and the past that the organization is preserving. This country has a very rich fabric of history, and I'd like to thank our guests for sharing and for allowing us to learn more about them, their area, and their organization. I've learned so much. My perspective is continually expanded with each episode, and I hope we're providing listeners with a touch of that sense of wonder with each episode. Please stay in touch via email to preservationoaks at gmail.com. And please listen to and follow the podcast at preservationoaks.podbean.com. One last thing. I've been seeing videos on YouTube stating that Facebook is laying off employees and is financially struggling. I'm not a financial person, and I don't know what the future is going to bring. But I do know that many of our museums, cultural heritage, historical, and genealogical societies use Facebook. Some of them use Facebook solely and don't have any other web presence. I'm not one to judge how real this threat is, but I'm simply saying that if you're relying on Facebook, you might want to keep an eye on this and be prepared to jump to another platform should the need arise. Okay, I want to encourage all of you, if you have guests you'd like to see on the program or societies you'd like us to feature, and you'd like to provide us with those programming details, send an email to preservationoaks at gmail.com. We've recently improved the podcast by adding the book short segments to help family historians make immediate progress. There's great people out there with great skills who write books, and so we're sharing those books that we think can really help. If you have books you'd like to see on book shorts, and you'd like to provide us with the details, just send an email to preservationoaks at gmail.com. We have a lot going on, and we're focused on bringing our listeners together to learn about this country's great organizations and the people in our culture who are working to educate others about the unique history of where they live in each community, county, and state. If we want to have a future that's bright, and one that we can safely pass off to our children to run things when we get too old, then we have to teach them our truths, our history, and how our society was designed to work. We have to give them the foundations they need, and that is history. A wise politician once said something like, if we forget what we've accomplished, we won't know who we are. We've got some wonderful guests coming up. On our next episode, we meet with the Osage County Historical Society and Hawley Genealogical Research Center in Linden, Kansas. The Osage County Historical Society Museum houses a collection of artifacts donated primarily by the residents of Osage County. Exhibits are arranged so that the viewer gets some insight into business, occupational, and family life of bygone eras. Because of the employment opportunities, a variety of ethnic groups came to Osage County. Immigrants from England, Wales, Ireland, Sweden, Germany, France, and Italy quickly settled in, 
were assimilated, and these ethnic surnames remain today. Their museum tries to represent the wide variety of historic, economic, cultural, and ethnic aspects of Osage County, Kansas, from early settlement in the 1850s onward. You can see that they have a diverse cultural fabric in the county, and that should be a great episode. Thank you all for teaming up with Preservation Oaks and listening. We appreciate you all and say thank you for your comments, your questions, and you following the podcast. Thank you also for sharing with me. Thank you for letting us be a part of your lives every couple weeks. It's an honor to walk alongside you and to be part of building awareness of some of our country's great societies across the United States. I'm going to end this show by saying thanks, everybody, for listening today and to every episode of Preservation Oaks. Okay, that's a wrap for this episode. Music used today is from Scott Holmes, Tim McMorris, and Symbolbird. Microstream Radio is a registered trademark. You can visit us at www.microstreamradio.com. This broadcast is owned and copyrighted by Microstream Radio. It cannot be rebroadcast, downloaded, copied, or used anywhere without the written permission of Microstream Radio. This is Sean Radcliffe. I hope all of you have a very relaxing and family-centered Thanksgiving holiday. See you all next time on Preservation Oaks.